welcome beautiful souls to my podcast Midlife Alabahare, where we embrace the spirit of continuous rebirth and celebrate the wonders of midlife transformations one episode at a time. I am your curious host, Bahare, and I couldn't be more excited to embark on this journey of self-reflection, lifelong learning, healing, authenticity, and acting to continuously elevate our lives from ordinary to extraordinary with you all. If you're in your 40s, 50s, and beyond, or in the midst of a midlife adventure, or simply seeking inspiration from all walks of life to invigorate your soul, join me in this real-life podcast. stride I firmly stand no longer swayed by every hand I've learned to say with quiet might no thanks to wrongs yes to what is right roots deep as oaks I claim my space in life's rich fabric I find my place boundaries set in gentle grace midlife stance at my own pace hello beautiful souls Today, we are not just talking about boundaries. We are celebrating them as our secret superpower, particularly in the enchanting chapter of midlife. Think of this episode as your personal GPS, skillfully guiding you through the sometimes intricate, always thrilling path of life's second act. Let's buckle up and dive in, my friends. Rewind with me to a few years back. Imagine me juggling a high-stress job, a lively home life, and a schedule more packed than a Toronto subway during rush hour. Yep, I was the yes person. Always on call, stretching thinner than the last slice of cake at a party, constantly bending over backwards to keep up with folks who frankly sapped my energy. Then one evening, I was lying on my couch, utterly spent, it has struck me. What was the last time I said no? When did I last draw a line? I couldn't recall. And that's when it hit me. It was time for a change. That has sparked my journey into the world of boundaries. A journey that felt like uncovering a hidden treasure right in my own backyard. Setting boundaries wasn't just about saying no. It was like opening a door to a new way of life. It meant giving myself the gifts of time, respect, and inner peace. And that, my dear friends, is the magic I'm excited to share with you all today. Now, equipped with my boundary-setting adventures and insights, I'm here to guide you through the nitty-gritty of establishing boundaries in life, especially midlife. Whether you are a pro at setting limits or just beginning to dabble in this area, there is something in this episode for you. So, are you ready to join me on this enlightening journey? Let's turn the pages and start this thrilling new chapter together. Understanding Boundaries Here's a little tale about yours truly. Imagine this. A few years back, my life was like a non-stop marathon. Juggling a demanding job, volunteering with some pretty set-in-their-ways folks, and a home life that just never hit the pause button. 
Now, I've never really been one to just go along with the crowd. But as I was trying to carve out my place in the world, I sort of morphed into this yes person. Always on call, always moving, always feeling a tad guilty. But then I found myself feeling like a phone on 20% battery. You know, when the screen dims and everything else is uphill battle, then on an ordinary evening, something extraordinary hit me. There I was, slumped on my sofa, feeling the weight of the world and dreading teaching my class. When a question popped into my head, when was the last time I did something just for me? Guilt-free. The answer was shocking, like a cold splash of water. I couldn't remember. And that's when I first stumbled upon the concept of boundaries. It was like learning a new language. Saying no felt so foreign, almost taboo. But what a journey it turned out to be. It was like stepping into a world with clearer skies and a fresher air. This wasn't just an aha moment. It was a grand fireworks show. My life transformed, giving me room not just to breathe, but to flourish. Nowadays, boundaries aren't just a backdrop in my life's movie. They're the star of the show. I've become adept at trusting my instincts and saying no when it feels right almost like a new norm. I'm really selective about my circle now, like a gardener tending to her plants. I give a lot of thought to where I go, how I spend my time, and the conversations I dive into. I'm like my own life's DJ, picking the tunes that fit my mood and skipping the ones that don't. I live by this motto, I am the cake and everything else is just the icing. If the cake isn't great, rich, filled with good stuff, then the icing doesn't matter. It's all about ensuring that I'm the best version of myself. Every day, I make it a point to fill my own cup first. Think of pouring your favorite drink into a cup until it overflows. That's me taking care of myself. Then whatever overflows, that's what I share with others. It is like being on solid ground before helping others find their balance. When I started on this path, sure, it caught people off guard. They had to adjust to my new rhythm. But you know what? They adapted and they saw how being my best self actually made me better for them too. Here's the thing. It is crucial to put on your oxygen mask first before helping others. It is not being selfish. It is vital. And the best part, when you start living a life with healthy boundaries, you're not just helping yourself, you're setting an example for others to live their best lives too. My dear listeners, this is the electrifying journey I'm inviting you to join. Imagine recharging not just to 100%, but with an extra pack of self-respect and peace. Curious yet? You should be. Because what I'm going to share is nothing short of transformative. So are you ready to master the art of saying no to open doors to a richer life? Let's turn this page together. You might be wondering, what are boundaries? Think of boundaries as your personal guidelines, sort of like your own set of rules that make it clear to others what is cool with you and what is not. They're really key for feeling great about yourself and for building fantastic relationships. Being clear with your boundaries is like giving folks a heads up on how you like to be treated. It is your way of saying, this works for me and this doesn't. And it's not just about saying it, you've got to really stand by it too. Setting boundaries is a huge part of self-care. 
It is all about staying true to your genuine self, being authentically you without feeling any guilt. It is awesome for brushing off any negative vibes, keeping your emotions balanced, and maintaining a sense of calm. Plus, it gives you this sense of safety and security both inside your mind and in your external world. So in a nutshell, boundaries are like this personal toolbox for happier, healthier you. They're the secret ingredients to keeping life's recipe just right. Now let's break down the four types of boundaries in a fun way, like sorting different areas of your lives into neat little boxes. Setting physical boundaries. Think of this like being in your own bubble. This bubble is all about your personal space. Who gets to high five you? Who gets to give you a hug? Or who needs to just take a step back? You're in charge of this bubble, deciding who gets in and when. Now, when it's just you, it is about turning into your needs. It is like being your own self-care coach, figuring out what feels good. Maybe a delicious meal, cozy nap, a lively dance session, or just some quiet time. It is all about listening to your body and doing what is best for you. Then when it comes to others, it is like setting the rules for your space. You let people know how close they can get and when you need some personal room. And it's equally important to respect their space too. Sometimes we all get a bit wobbly or tired, right? Physical boundaries help you stay composed even when things are a bit uneasy. It means you can hear others out about their energy needs without feeling the pressure to fix everything. It is all about mutual respect and understanding of each other's space and energy needs. Pretty neat, right? Living in Canada, I've noticed that concepts of personal space can vary widely across cultures. For instance, in the Persian community and many of the Eastern cultures, personal bubbles aren't really a big deal. People get close and it is just a norm. But here, personal space is more varied and can depend a lot on how well you know the person. I've had moments where I instinctively pulled back to maintain my comfort in a conversation only to have the other person close in again. It felt a bit cramped and initially, I didn't say anything to avoid rocking the boat. As I got better at setting my boundaries, I realized it is totally fine to voice my need for space. So when someone got a bit too close for my comfort, I'd gently remind them, Hey, I'm a bit more comfortable with some extra space between us. Is that okay? I also started to set the tone for physical interactions, like opting for a handshake instead of a hug or a kiss. It's a small thing, but it made a big difference in how I felt in social situations. People generally responded well when I communicated my preferences. It taught me the importance of being clear about my boundaries while being mindful of cultural differences. It is all about finding that sweet spot where everyone feels respected and at ease. In my personal life, I've noticed how different my partner and I are when it comes to setting boundaries. He's amazing at keeping a do not cross line across his thoughts and conversations. On the other hand, I used to be way more open and less focused. Being with him, I've learned to be more precise and respectful with my questions. It's been an exciting journey adjusting to his style. It's been like walking a tightrope between curiosity and respecting boundaries. 
As for sharing personal space, my partner and I see our home as a cozy retreat. Our living room is where we come together, relaxing and enjoying each other's company. But our home office, that's our sacred productivity space. A no-go zone for disturbance where we focus on our individual passions and work. This balance of shared and individual spaces has been key to nurturing both our relationship and personal growth. And let's not forget about digital privacy in today's world. It is super crucial. I've had an experience in the past relationship where sharing my digital passwords backfired at me, leading to an uncomfortable situation. It was a clear wake-up call about how private our online information really is. Since then, I'm more careful about who I share my digital passwords with, understanding it's not about distrust, but about respecting my own digital space. Setting these boundaries isn't about being unfriendly. It is about ensuring you feel safe and comfortable in your own space. And remember, it's okay if these boundaries evolve over time. It is your space, your rules. Mental boundaries. Think of your mind as a secret garden where your thoughts, opinions, and beliefs are the special plants flourishing inside. You get to decide which ideas take root and which ones don't make the cut, ensuring your garden stays true to you. When it's just you and your garden, it's all about connecting with and understanding your own thoughts and feelings. You're in control of whether you want to open up this treasure chest of thoughts and share with the world. Maybe you'll chat about the latest movie or perhaps keep your deeper dreams and fears just for you. It is completely your call. When others enter your mental space, it is like having a respectful conversation. Everyone has their own set of beliefs and thoughts, and it's cool to listen to theirs without feeling the need to align or disagree. It is essentially saying, I respect your ideas and I hope you respect mine. This also means allowing others the freedom to choose how much of their mental world they share with you. Sometimes they'll open up completely, other times they might stay more guarded. It is about giving each other the space to think and feel differently, which is truly wonderful. Setting mental boundaries is like being the DJ of your own mental radio station. You decide what to broadcast and what remains private, like a playlist of your favorite tunes. Playing your music out loud, but there is no need to change your track list to match someone else's. And they don't need to sync with yours either. It is all about respecting the variety of everyone's mental playlists. Similarly, think of your mind as a treasure chest filled with valuable thoughts and beliefs. You choose which treasures to display and which to keep hidden. You don't need to lay out every single gem. As you thoughtfully select what to reveal, extend the same courtesy to others, allowing them to determine how much of their inner world they wish to unveil. This fosters a respectful and open dialogue, like a friendly chat where everyone picks their topics for conversation. Years ago, I faced a challenge with Mark, a confrontational and opinionated colleague who often dominated our team meetings at work. Initially, I stayed quiet, but I soon realized the importance of addressing the issue. So I took Mark aside for a private chat, explaining how his overpowering approach was muffling the team's diverse ideas. This one-on-one -on -one conversation led to a new level of understanding and respect. 
Mark started to ease up in meetings, allowing for more inclusive and balanced idea exchanges. This experience taught me the value of direct, respectful communication and creating a collaborative environment, much like a garden where every plant gets its space to grow. Remember, my friends, setting mental boundaries is about maintaining a balance between being open and preserving your unique perspective. It is like enjoying a conversation where everyone gets to share their favorite tunes. Resource Boundaries Managing your resources like energy, time, emotions is like having an energy bank account. It is all about choosing where to spend these precious assets and how much to save for yourself. Imagine it as budgeting your personal energy and time to avoid running on empty. For you, it is about being in harmony with your feelings. Think of yourself as the host at the emotional radio station of your life. You're in charge of the program, the emotions playing in your head, knowing when to crank up the volume and when to dial it down. And hey, when things get too intense, it is perfectly fine to hit pause and take a breather. You're also the boss of your own schedule, picking where to go and what to spend your time on. When it comes to dealing with others, imagine you're all dancing to your own rhythms. You understand that people need their space to express tough emotions. You're there to listen, not to fix everything for them. It's about giving everyone the room to play their own music. Just as you might need a timeout, you respect when others need their space to handle their emotions too. Everyone gets to decide how they spend their time just like you. I once found myself completely drained, juggling work, social activities, and family life. My energy felt like an overdrawn bank account. So I started being more selective about where I put my energy, focusing on activities that recharged me and increased my positive vibration. To my surprise, this led to some people who were more draining than nurturing, naturally drifting away. It was sad losing folks, but it was clear that they didn't fit with my new boundary-focused approach to self-care. The ones who stayed were those who respected and supported my new boundaries. Treating my time and energy as precious resources brought less stress and more joy into my life, evolving my social circle to include people who genuinely added value to it. This shift helped me strike a healthier balance between helping others and looking after myself. Setting resource boundaries is like steering your own ship, my friends, particularly with your time, emotions, and energy. It's about navigating towards what makes you happy, not just what pleases others. Remember, you're not responsible for managing everybody's emotions, and you're not in charge of yours either. It's giving everyone their space, like separate ships sailing on the same sea. And when it comes to venting, think of it as dropping anchor momentarily. While it's important to offload sometimes, setting limits ensures you don't linger too long in negative waters. So setting these boundaries is about wise management of your personal resources and allowing others the same courtesy. It's navigating life with a map that helps you balance helping others with taking care of yourself. Here's to smooth sailing on your journey. Spiritual Boundaries Imagine you're on an incredible road trip, exploring the vast landscape of your spirituality. This journey could take you anywhere, from the quiet introspection of meditation to the communal serenity of a sanctuary. 
to the simple of strategizing. You are at the wheel, charting the course of this adventure, deciding both the stops and who gets to join you. This isn't just any trip. It's a deeply personal exploration of your connection or maybe non-connection with something larger and more profound than ourselves. For you, this journey is about discovering what a spirituality or a higher power personally means. It is your unique expedition and you're drawing the map. You get to choose what feels right, what brings you inner peace, and how you connect with the universe or your very soul. When others enter your spiritual space, it's about embracing that everyone is on their own journey. They might connect in ways different from yours, and that's perfectly fine. It is understanding that each person's spiritual map is unique. You respect their belief and practices, even if diverge from your own. My own personal journey started with meditation, grew through various workshops, and even included nights under the stars, seeking a deeper connection with the universe. Each step was my choice, a deliberate stop on my spiritual map. Not everyone got or respected this journey. Some friends wanted to come along, but I realized the need to set boundaries, to choose who could join this intimate exploration. Gradually, I invited only those who respected my journey. This spiritual road trip was about my connection to something greater. It taught me the importance of protecting my spiritual boundaries, allowing me to grow in ways true to myself. So my friends, spiritual boundaries are about honoring our own and others' spiritual connections. It's acknowledging the diverse ways people understand the vast, mysterious world, and that's incredibly beautiful. Setting these boundaries is like nurturing your unique garden of beliefs while appreciating the variety in others. It's respecting the different spiritual music everyone dances to. You might find peace in the melody of classical spirituality while your friend rocks out to a more vibrant spiritual tune. While there is a shared harmony, it is crucial to stay true to your own spiritual voice. In essence, setting spiritual boundaries is about being comfortable in your own spiritual space and letting others enjoy theirs. It is like everyone's dancing to their own beat, creating a beautifully diverse celebration. Setting these boundaries isn't just helpful, it is essential for staying happy, healthy, and authentic. It ensures you are in the right company, engaging in activities that bring joy to your soul. Pretty amazing, right? Now I want to share some fun research findings to jazz up our chat about boundaries. Did you know that setting boundaries can boost brain health? It is like giving your gray matter a superpower. Studies show that when you set clear boundaries, it helps reduce anxiety and depression. Your brain is like, ah, finally some clear instructions. But wait, it gets better. Research also suggests that people with strong boundaries tend to have better relationships. It's like knowing the rules of a board game makes the game more fun for everyone. When you're clear about your limits, it is easier for others to understand and respect them, leading to less drama and more harmony. And there's a quirky find. People who are good at setting boundaries are often more efficient and creative. It is like putting up a do not disturb sign that lets your brain focus and come up with brilliant ideas. 
By adding all this cool research into the mix, setting boundaries isn't just about saying no or drawing lines. It's more like being the conductor of your life's orchestra, creating a symphony that balances your needs with your relationships. You're painting your days with a touch of self-care, clear communication, and maybe a little bit of fun rebellion against chaos. The result? A life masterpiece where stress is low, your confidence is soaring, and your relationships are humming along beautifully. Now isn't that a tune we all want to dance to? Boundary Styles When it comes to setting boundaries, everybody is different. Think of it as choosing your outfit for the day. Everyone has their own unique style and different clothing items. Let's have someone breaking it down. First, it's the style we call brick wall. Imagine you're building a towering wall around yourself. Folks who lean towards this style are a bit like lone wolves, often wary of rejection and hesitant to ask for help. They're the secret agents of their own lives, keeping their emotions and personal life under wraps. Another group have loose style. Picture using no walls whatsoever. Those with this style are the ultimate people pleasers, always aiming to make everybody happy, sometimes at the expense of their own needs. They're like superheroes, always ready to save the day, but often forgetting to take time out for themselves. And then there is the healthy style. People rocking this style really understand their own needs and boundaries. They're like expert communicators, skilled at voicing what they need and knowing when to open up and when to keep things close to their chest. They're comfortable saying no when needed and are completely fine with others doing the same. It is like being a team player who also knows the value of solo time. To uncover your boundary style, you need to play detective in your own life for a while. Spend a few days observing how you handle boundaries in different areas, physical, mental, resources, and spiritual. You might discover you are a mix of styles. Perhaps you're super welcoming in your physical space, but more guarded with your emotions. It's fascinating to see how we each manage our personal space, thoughts, time, and spiritual beliefs. Everyone's got their own special mix. Whether you're more of a brick wall, a wide open field, or somewhere in between, it is all about striking the balance that suits your best. Just like choosing how to play a game, you get to pick your boundary style. Remember, there is no right or wrong. It's about getting to know yourself better and maybe making some adjustments to feel more at ease and balanced in your everyday life. So go ahead, my friends, have fun exploring and finding what works best for you. Now, here's another thing about boundaries that is really important to know. Chatting about your boundaries with others can feel a bit like learning a new dance routine. But once you get into the swing of things, it can really help your relationships glide along more smoothly. Timing is key when discussing boundaries. It is best to have these conversations where everyone is relaxed. When talking about boundaries, focus on your actions and how you plan to respond differently. It is not so much about changing the other person's behavior, but more about adjusting your own dance moves. It is also important to be confident yet respectful when you communicate. Sure, it might feel a bit awkward at first, like trying a new hobby, but with a bit of practice, you'll find your rhythm. 
If this feels overwhelming, start with a smaller, less daunting situations. It is like practicing your singing in the shower before a big karaoke night. And remember, sometimes it is okay to compromise. However, it is perfectly fine to have non-negotiable boundaries, especially when it comes to your personal space. Here's how my life partner set a boundary with me when I moved his stuff without asking in an attempt to declutter our home. Honey, I understand you like to keep our home decluttered. When you take my stuff without asking, I feel disrespected. In the future, I'd like you to check in with me first. If it happens again, I'll need to keep my things in a private space. I'm doing this because I value my belongings and our relationship. And here is how I communicated my boundaries with coworkers who wanted to chat during my focus time at work. I get that you want to catch up during work. When you talk to me while I'm busy, I feel distracted. In the future, I'd prefer if we could chat during lunch or breaks or book a one-on-one connect to catch up. If this keeps happening, I'll need to put myself on do not disturb or wear headphones in the office to focus. I'm doing this because I need to concentrate at work and I hope you understand. You see, setting and maintaining boundaries is like sticking with a new workout routine challenging but also rewarding stay strong in your decisions and remember it is all about your well-being expect various reactions as you start living by these new rules and know it's normal to feel a bit uneasy at first staying committed to your boundaries strengthens you just like sticking to a gym routine if you ever start doubting yourself remember why you set these boundaries in the first place it is about caring for your well-being much like choosing healthy food for your body. Though maintaining boundaries can be tough, it's a huge step forward to happier and healthier you. Think of it as cultivating a garden. It requires effort and patience and love, but the beautiful results are absolutely worth it. Like any other episode, we can wrap up our conversations with our tapping into the midlife. So here's your boundary setting blueprint. Think of midlife as a beautiful season of change, like autumn, full of vibrant colors and transformations. It's a time when you're wise enough to know who you are and brave enough to become who you want to be. And in this exciting phase, what plays a starring role? You guessed it, boundaries. They are like your personal script writers, helping you craft the next chapter of your life story. By midlife, you've probably played many roles, parent, partner, career person, friend, caregiver. But now you might be stepping back to ponder, what about the role of me? This is where boundaries come into play. They're not just lines to keep people out. They're the lines you draw to keep your true self in. It is about deciding what's important to you, aligning with your values and finding fulfillment. Setting boundaries at this stage can be incredibly freeing. It is like finally declining that endless family reunion in favor of a quiet weekend with a book or saying no to an extra project in your business to pursue a hobby you love. It's choosing quality over quantity in relationships, activities, and even your thoughts. And the best part, you're doing it with the confidence and wisdom that comes with experience in your midlife. Think of boundaries as your midlife's personal border patrol. 
like a friendly guard dog that barks not to scare people away, but to let you know when to pay attention. Without these boundaries, it is like leaving your front door wide open. Sure, you might welcome nice visitors, but you're also open to anyone wandering in, including those emotional and mental trespassers who can drain your energy. Those we call energy vampires. In midlife, boundaries become even more crucial. It's often a time of juggling multiple responsibilities, career changes, family, perhaps caring for aging parents, or reassessing life goals. It's easy to feel like you should be everything to everyone, but that's not possible, nor is it healthy. Setting boundaries is not being selfish, it is being smart. It's about deciding who and what deserves your time and energy and attention. And by midlife, we've certainly earned the right to be selective, haven't we? Boundaries are like the settings on your phone. You choose who gets to call you, who goes to voicemail, and who gets blocked. Just like those settings, boundaries help you manage your life more efficiently and with less stress. You filter out the noise and focus on what truly matters. You start to enjoy your time and relationships more because they're chosen, not imposed. Imagine saying no to that extra project at work to focus on your passion or choosing to spend your weekends exactly how you want. That's the power of boundaries, my friends. They're not just lines in the sand. They're the lines that define and enrich your life story, especially in these vibrant midlife chapters. So embrace this transformative phase. Grab those metaphorical pens and papers, your boundaries, and start sketching out what you want this season of your life to look like. More time for yourself, a new adventure or career path, stronger, more meaningful connections. Absolutely. Remember, you're the director of your midlife script and boundaries are your creative tools. Redefine what matters to you now and watch your midlife transform into something spectacular. It's not a crisis, it's an unraveling. Setting boundaries might seem daunting for some, like standing at the edge of a high dive for the first time. But it's like, it is more like learning how to ride a bike, a bit wobbly at first, but thrilling once you find your balance. Start small. Maybe it's saying no to an extra task at work or carving out some me time during your busy week. Small steps can lead to significant changes in how you feel. Communication is key. Be clear, honest, and kind when expressing your boundaries. It is not about putting up walls or being confrontational. It's about drawing gentle and clear lines. Practice what you want to say. It might sound funny, but saying your boundary out loud to yourself can make it easier when it's time to communicate with others. Each boundary you set is a step towards self-discovery and empowerment. What do you value? What do you need to thrive? These aren't just questions. These are guideposts. And if you stumble along the way, that's okay. Keep going, keep trying, and keep tuning into your own needs. Most people will respect your honesty and may even be inspired to set their own boundaries. It's never too late to start and reclaim the life you've always dreamed of. And if you have to deal with situations where your boundaries might unsettle others, just be the peacekeeper in the friendly game. Help everyone adjust to the new rules. Stay calm and collected and understanding and bring them along the journey. Your story of transformation is waiting to be written. 
As we wrap up today's episode, let's take a moment to appreciate the power of boundaries. They're not just mere guidelines. They're the blueprints for crafting a fulfilling, joyful life, especially in these vibrant midlife chapters. Consider them the cornerstone of your personal masterpiece, intricately woven into the fabric of your everyday experiences. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Midlife Alabahare. I truly hope it has sparked a little fire inside you to embrace and set your own boundaries if you haven't done so already. If today's chat resonated with you, I'd be over the moon if you could hit that subscribe button and share this now podcast with your friends. Spreading the, the word helps Midlife us grow Alabahare and continue these wonderful conversations. All content is I'd love to hear from you, your thoughts, your stories, your struggles. Let's share this journey purposes. together. Any Drop a comment, send a message, or leave a review. Your feedback is like gold. It helps people, me create content that is meaningful and relevant to you. Until our paths cross again, keep sketching out those boundaries and living a life that is unapologetically yours. You deserve it, my friends. Stay awesome, stay inspired, and as always, till we meet again, peace Any use of the information from this podcast or material linked to it whether to the podcast or website, is undertaken at the user's own discretion and risk. It is not intended to serve as a replacement for guidance from a qualified expert, nor is it meant for diagnosis or treatment. Thank you for supporting my podcast.